streets here on earth uh. as it is in heaven Welcome to the Advancing the Kingdom podcast with Apostle Matthew Tillery. Let's hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to the church. Well, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. I am Matthew Tillery, your host tonight for Advancing the Kingdom podcast. I really appreciate you all logging in, listening by way of the podcast or social media through that of Facebook or YouTube. And to all of our podcast channels, thank God for you on tonight, this afternoon, this evening, this morning. It all depends on where you are and what time it is. We're grateful for you either way. We're going to go ahead and get into the teaching tonight. Once again, I'm very grateful for you tonight. Just praise God for all that he's doing in the earth. And certainly the Lord is doing some great things. I know he's doing some great things in your life. And I'm just really excited about what the Lord is doing. Listen, uh, you know, they we they say used to say in the church years ago that can't nobody, you know, can't nobody outdo the Lord in our lives. Can't nobody outdo him in our lives. And that's certainly true. So we're grateful tonight. I want to start uh, get do this teaching tonight and really excited about the podcast and what the Lord is doing with the uh, Advancing the Kingdom podcast. Certainly he's doing some great things with it. And I'm really excited. I really have a passion for the podcast. Just really grateful to be able to come on and share on Monday nights uh, live. And also there are many folk that watch it, watch the podcast later or listening at the podcast later. And certainly many watch it on YouTube or Facebook. But I want to talk tonight about the restored church. Just really uh, been in a burden and just had a heavy burden on me uh, concerning the church and, and how the church is perceived, uh, how uh, the people see the church now. Uh, so it's been like a very heavy burden on me when it, when it comes to the church of, of, of the living God. So this burden, uh, I have to release some things tonight. And as I was just really seeking the Lord this, this afternoon and just really the heartbeat of God, just being in his presence, there's nothing like being in the presence of the Lord to really seek his face and just hear what the spirit of the Lord is saying. 
I, I believe that's where we have to get back to it as individuals and certainly as those of us that's in leadership. We have to make sure that we are hearing what the spirit of the Lord is saying to us and we're not uh, trying to go out and repeat what's popular uh, and, and, and try to create our own personalities for fame and, and all of that type of stuff. But I believe that we're in some critical times in the body of Christ. And I think I believe one of the things that the Lord wants to do is that God wants to restore the church. So that's what I'm going to talk about the, tonight, the restored church, the restored church. I believe that whatever is going to happen in the earth that is going to come via the church. I believe that uh, whatever takes place and whatever uh, major move happen in the earth that is going to come via the church. And I believe that's why it's important now that God, uh, that I believe that we're in a time and season. Uh, the Bible declares that, that for everything, there's a time and there is a season. The Bible also declares that the sons of Issachar, that they had the, the ability to discern the seasons and the times. In other words, they knew where the church was. They knew where the church is was going and they they also had prophetic insight on what would be what would be happening in the future and i'm grateful for all of the prophets that the lord has all of the apostles and all of those voices and gifts that the lord has on the front line declaring direction for the church and it's very important that we we have a, a an ear to hear what the spirit of the lord is saying uh, we we are we are no longer in entertainment mode, but we are in some serious times now. And I believe that if the church is going to arise and shine, now is the time for the church to come forth, not the building. But I'm talking about the church. I'm talking about the ecclesia. I'm talking about the called out ones. We are the church. We are the called out ones. So I believe that that God wants to restore the original pattern back to his church. Uh, I, I believe that not only the original pattern, but I believe that God is extending the pattern uh, that he that he is has created. Uh, so until the church is until the church is restored to its original purpose, uh, the church will never be able to, to manifest a greater purpose uh, that came from heaven. Until the church is restored back to her original purpose, the church will never be able to manifest in a greater purpose purpose and to a greater manifestation see we want to move into the greater of god but we don't have but we but we don't really have a foundation many want to move into the to the to the greater uh but don't have the foundation to move into that greater anything when god builds on anything uh the foundation is very critical the foundation is very important because he can we cannot build uh, no higher than the foundation will allow us to build. So the church, God wants to restore it to its original purpose. And, and until that happens, we, the church will always be in a crippled place. It will always be in a crippled state. It will always look defeated. But I want to read us text here. This is a very important text, very powerful text. I preached this out of this text for about seven or eight weeks uh, just about a year and a half ago, a couple of years ago, actually. And it comes out of Matthew chapter 16 and verse 18. One of my favorite scriptures because it's very powerful. And it says, as and I say unto thee, thou art Peter. And upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of Hades. The gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Isn't it amazing? People are people are gravitated 
to to mess. They're gravitated to foolishness now. They're they're you know the body of Christ where there's so much division within the body. So we don't have to worry about folk coming in dividing the church. The church is divided from the inside. It is divided from the inside out. And I believe until the church until there is a oneness in in terms of the the body of Christ until there is a oneness in terms of, of the body of Christ it's, it's like the church now that you know everything is offensive you know we we are offended by anything and if and if the church stands and if the church make uh I'm talking about the ecclesia the called out ones if there is a statement made concerning our belief concerning our faith you know not only does the world come against us but the church comes against itself that doesn't even make sense because the bible declares that satan cannot even cast himself out so so the the, the church is really the only one it is the only thing that is out of order uh, the church not not the satan not satan and his kingdom it's a well uh it's a well uh, uh, regimented kingdom but when it comes to the church there's so much chaos and so much disorder in it uh hallelujah jesus there's so much chaos and so much disorder in it because we have grown and we have gravitated to entertainment we have gravitated to drama we have gravitated to to all of the mess but god is calling the church back to her, her original place her original state uh, that we may uh, now manifest his 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 mind manifest his heartbeat in the earth realm so the bible declares in matthew chapter 16 verse 18 upon this rock i will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it you know if this, if, if i had a prophet up here and we were prophesying houses and cars you know we, we we wouldn't have enough space you know it would be packed it would be packed because that's what we're drawn to now but there's coming a time where you're not going to get a prophetic word hallelujah jesus there's coming a time that it's just gonna you know you're gonna have to utilize what's already on the inside of you you're gonna have to stand you're gonna you're not gonna be able to reach your pastor you your apostle your the fivefold ministry gifts you're going to have to manifest christ in you you're going to have to be able to stand on your own two feet and that's why god wants us to grow up in terms of the church that we can stand up that we can manifest who he is in the earth realm he says upon this rock jesus says upon this rock i'm going to build my church so the question becomes tonight who is building the church hallelujah if the church if we are not functioning in all that he wants us to function in if we're not walking in the power and the authority that god has called us to walk into the question becomes tonight who is building the church because jesus said and i believe the word of the lord he says upon this rock I will build my church. He wasn't not talking about a natural rock. He wasn't even talking about, uh, he wasn't even talking about Peter. He said it was Peter that stood up and got a revelation that Jesus is the Christ. The other apostles or disciples were there, but it was Jesus that stood up and said, thou art the Christ. Thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. So Jesus says this. He says, look, flesh and blood did not reveal this to you. You didn't get this by your natural thinking. You didn't get this by your five senses. Your five senses did not reveal to you that I am the Christ. Hallelujah. It was the spirit of the Lord. It come on. The father revealed it to you. It was a revelation. It was a revelation. Uh, so Jesus says upon this rock, upon this revelation, upon revelation, the church of the living God. He says, I'm going to build my church on revelation and the gates of hell shall not prevail against a church that's functioning 
out of the revelation of God or functioning out of the spirit of God or moving by the by the spirit of God or making decisions by the spirit of God or believing God by the spirit of God. And when all hell has broke loose, still believing God by the spirit of the living God, he says that person, that church, not the building, that person, the ecclesia, he says the gates of hell shall not prevail against you against it it shall not prevail against the church he's not talking about a physical building because a windstorm can come move take the whole building down hallelujah hallelujah uh, you know a tornado can come through and take the whole building down but he's talking about the ecclesia he's talking about the call out ones that he's gonna build his church He's going to build it on revelation. Revelation, amen, bypasses the five senses. Hallelujah. Revelation bypasses the five senses. In other words, what I see, what I can touch, what I can smell, and all of that stuff. You know, I need my five senses to function in the natural realm. Why? Because I'm still in the earth. So I need my five senses. I need to be able to touch. I need to be able to smell. I need to be able to see. I need my five senses. They are, but my five senses, they are only relevant to the natural realm. When it comes to the spiritual things, my five senses, uh, my five senses cannot engage in the spiritual things of God. I must engage in the spiritual things of God by my spirit. And I must walk by faith and not by sight. The more I walk by faith, the more I walk by faith and not by sight. That's the more that I'm walking in the revelation of God. I don't see it yet, but I still trust God. I don't know how it's going to happen, but I still believe God. I don't know when the healing has come, but I know I'm healed. Hallelujah. And that's when we're going to experience the mighty power of God in the earth there are some things that god wants to do in your life there are some things that god wants to reveal to you there are some things i know i know those not just the world because you know we said the world and the, but no, look we can't even use that language no more we can't even use that 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 statement no more that the world no it's not just the world it's the church functioning and the church is fighting herself that's just like me that, that, that doesn't even make sense. That that doesn't even make sense. That doesn't even make sense. Why would I why would I fight? <laughs> why would I why would I fight myself? <laughs> that that's just like me beating myself up, slapping myself, talking bad, just talking trash and junk to myself. But that's where the church is because we engage in those types of conversations. Hallelujah. And we we stay more art we're very argumentative on social media then we are sharing the gospel of jesus we, we argue about everything and we we have to make sure and we want folk to know that we are right <laughs> we use scriptures to try to justify our ignorance we use all of this crazy stuff to justify our point we want to make a point that i am right so we engage in arguments we engage in all of this foolishness and by doing that we eliminate hallelujah we eliminate the presence of god and we don't see the break and the miracles that God wants to reveal to us. But I believe you and you and you that listening and watching tonight, I believe that you're ready to see. I believe that you're ready to experience God on another level like you have never uh, experienced him before. So watch this. So, so, so the question becomes tonight, who is building the church? Somebody just type that if you're on Facebook, uh, 
or, or YouTube, go ahead and type that in the comment bar. Just ask the question tonight, and maybe somebody reading it will, will, will respond. So just type the question, who is building the church? That's what we want to know tonight. The church of our Lord Jesus Christ cannot be built on personalities. It cannot be built on personalities and those that's famous, Hallelujah! but it must be built on the revelation of Jesus Christ, because when it's built on the revelation of Jesus Christ, there is an anointing that comes with the revelation of Jesus. Hallelujah. There is an there is an anointing. There is an anointing. You may be gifted, but the question becomes, are we anointed? Because there are many gifted folk. But 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 are we anointed? Hallelujah. And, and 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 salvation is free, but there's a cost, there's a price that we go through. There's a dying process unless a grain of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abideth alone. But if it dies, it bringeth forth much fruit. The process that you went through, it was a preparation place, and those things that you lost, it was a preparation, it was preparing you for a greater anointing. Those that walked out of your life, those that lied on you, those that talked about you. Those that talk, talk, talk to you like you, you know, you didn't, you shouldn't be existing now. It was a prerequisite. It was a prerequisite to walk in the fullness and to, and into a greater anointing. Come on, the gifts and callings of God are without repentance, but you're going to pay a price for the anointing. You know, there are folk, I know folk personally that say, I want to be like them. I want to be like her. I want to be anointed like her. I, no, you don't really want that, baby. You just saying that because now you look at the after effect. You look at it now, but you don't know that they lost the house. You don't know that lost the cars you don't know that the sickness almost took them out you don't you don't know that process that they went through but after this hallelujah for i reckon that the suffering of this present time is not worthy to be compared with the glory that shall be revealed not in heaven but we don't need to be revealed glory in heaven we're gonna be glory hallelujah the glory needs to be revealed in the earth realm so god says uh, he says that the suffering of this present time is not worthy to be compared with the glory that shall be revealed. Matthew 6 and 33 says, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness, and all these things I will add to you. Seek ye first the kingdom. Make the kingdom a priority. So if I'm going to make the kingdom a priority, there are some things that when I want to respond on social media, you know, I I was I just asked the Lord, Lord, just let me go on there for about five minutes, God, and just tell just tell dude, just tell them how I feel. You know, just just give me. 30 seconds, Lord, on a Sunday morning from the pulpit. Let me release it for 30 minutes. Then I, I go, no, no, we can't do that. We have to seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness. And all of these things will be added to you. Come on, if we pursue anything before the kingdom, we will be at the very least distracted from our ultimate purpose, which is to reveal Christ, which is to, which is to be transformed into his image hallelujah our assignment our purpose in the earth is to be is to be is to be transformed into the image of god in the earth hallelujah that's the purpose that's your assignment that's my assignment and 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 as i go through the process of allowing the holy spirit to transform me hallelujah oh now now i'm now i am able to move in the spirit and the realms i never seen so much foolishness 
I've never seen so much craziness on social media. It's just foolishness. And we can't sit and look at this stuff. And some stuff you don't need to respond to. You know, folk be trying to throw off on you. You know they're talking about you. You, you don't have time to respond to that stuff. If, if you're going to get that excited, just come on for seven days. Get your mind back right. Get your head back right. Hallelujah. So if we pursue anything before the kingdom, we will, we will be at the very least distracted from our from our ultimate purpose, uh, which is to reveal Christ in the earth. So we must always then keep the kingdom a priority in everything we do. We must keep the kingdom a priority. And as we keep the kingdom a priority, the king of that kingdom will keep us a priority. No weapon formed against us can prosper. Why? Because I have kept the kingdom a priority. And because I have kept the kingdom a priority, the king of the kingdom is now keeping me a priority over all of the onslaughts and the assaults that will try to come against us. So God wants us tonight, sir. God wants us tonight, ma'am, to be led by the spirit and not by our emotions nor our intellect. So why? Because he wants to restore his church. Hallelujah. In times of turbulence. In times of turbulence. And many of us are in turbulence now. We many of us in some shaking. We cannot allow the outcome or, or, or the outcome or, or of the situation to be dictated and determined by our five senses. Once again, we know what we see. We know what we hear. We know what we can touch. But but we're not walking by what we see. We're walking by faith. So there is a greater revelation then is released in what I know about God. That's a greater revelation. Release of what I know about God. And some things I can only know about God through my own en encounters and my own experience with God. Hallelujah. I have to have my own experience with God. I have to ha have my own encounters with God. Thank God for my preacher. Thank God for my pastor. Thank God for for those that's in leadership. But at the end of the day, at, see, see, we painted this picture. We want folk to think that if you go through this five-step program, if you attend this seminar, Lord, I'm getting in trouble. If you go to this school, if you attend my seminar, if you go come to this service, and, and if you do all of that, then at the end of the day, you're going to see the mighty move of God. You're going to see breakthroughs in your lives. But the reality of it is, I, you, and me, we must have our own experience and our own encounters with God. Grandmama and granddaddy and auntie and uncle and cousin and mother and father, they prayed us to the altar. They prayed that we would get to the altar, but once we got to the altar and we had that encounter, we went through what we went through. Once we left the altar, God says, okay, now, the only way I can grow you up now is that you're going to have to have your own experience in life because the more experiences you have in life, the more you get to know me. God Almighty, you don't, we don't know God. God, we don't know God from a Sunday morning service. God, I wish I. We don't know God from a Sunday morning service. I know what the excitement is going. Come on, Pete, the sweat is popping and folk are falling out. But we, you, you don't know him from there. You don't know God from a Sunday, from a Sunday school lesson. Hallelujah. You really know God by the hell you go through. God Almighty. You really know God by the trouble that you're in. You have your encounters and experiences with God. And that's how we know him. That's how we are built upon revelation of God so there is a 
There, there is a there's a deeper revealing of God in times of shaking. I, I remember my wife, Pastor Dawn Tillery, gave this testimony, and she oftentimes talk about it. And she said that, you know, I was preaching a message one day about the more of God, the more of God. And she threw her arms up and said, Lord, I want more. I want, Lord, I want more. I want more. Give me more, Lord. And okay, I'm gonna give you more. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give you more. I'm gonna give you more. But the only way I can give you more is that you gotta die to something. You got to die to some things. The only way I can give you more of you, more of me is that has to become less of you. Uh, God, um, there has to become less of you. Come on. The more, the more of God, the more of God requires the less of us. The less you show up, <laughs> the less I show up, the more he can show up in us. Unless a grain of wheat fall into the ground and die it abideth alone but if it dies it bringeth forth much fruit hallelujah somebody give me some hearts let me know that you 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 you're getting it this message uh, so so there's a so 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 in times of turbulence and severe shaking we can we can not allow the outcome this church is being restored. It's being restored in your process. It's being restored in the hell you go through. It's being restored in those that talked about you. It's being restored by the pain that you had to endure in your last season. The, 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 the restored church, the Christ in you is coming alive because of the pain, because of the frustration, because of the stuff that you went through. Watch this. In times of turbulence and shaking, we cannot allow the outcome of the situation to be dictated and determined by our five senses. Hallelujah. But rather by the revelation of God, because there is a deeper revealing of God. I just told you that. In times of shaking, I'll, I want to prophesy. I hear you, Holy Ghost. And the Holy Holy Ghost just said, he says, because now the earth, listen at the, listen at the voice of God, listen at the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost just told me to tell us that because we are in a deeper shaking now, because we are in deeper turbulence now, because everything that can be shaken is being shaken. So the thing that cannot be shaken may remain. So the Holy Ghost says, because we are in a deeper we're in a deeper place in crisis after crisis and the stuff and the earth. It looks like everything is caving in. It looks like gross darkness is covering the earth. Hallelujah. But I came to tell you tonight that the Holy Ghost said that we are about to see a greater and a deeper revealing of God. God is not going in hiding. God Almighty. He is not hiding. God is not afraid of what is happening. No it's a setup it's a setup it's a setup for the sons and daughters to come forth you better get ready to lay hands on the sick in the marketplace you better get ready come on to prophesy you better get ready to reveal christ in the earth you better get ready to call those things that be not as though they were there is a bubbling out of your spirit man there's a bubbling that's going to come forth hallelujah oh there's a deeper revelation watch this Paul, uh, David says in Psalms 27, he says, for in times of trouble, for in the time of trouble, he didn't say if trouble came. He says, but in the time of trouble, he says, when trouble comes, <laughs> he says, God will hide me 
in his pavilion, in the secret of his tabernacle, shall he hide me. Trouble will come, but trouble will not be to find the restored church. Lord, have mercy. I feel the Holy Ghost tonight. Church, the trouble, the trouble will come, but it will not be able to find. It will not be able to find the restored church. God has us covered in these dark, gross moments. God has us covered. I'm telling you, come on, we are about to see uh, an arising of the church. We are about to see signs and wonders. We're, we're not going to have to have a special healing service. Come on, whenever we show up, wherever two or three are gathered, he's going to be there. There is an, there is a release of the angelic host now. There's a release of angels. Hallelujah. There's a release. I had a vision the other night. I told my wife about it. I had a vision the other night. I had a vision, and in the vision, hallelujah, Jesus, in the vision, I, I, I saw these men that was on this tall building, and they took off. They started walking off the building, and as they were walking off the building, they just started walking into the sky. And as I know some of y'all think I'm crazy. As they were walking into the sky, hallelujah, they turned into angels. They were already angels, but the manifestation came, and they went into this dark cloud, the the ghost darkness. They went into this dark cloud. Oh God, I hear your Holy Ghost. And out of the dark cloud, there was a multitude of angels that were coming back to the earth realm. There were, there were a multitude of angels that was released out of the dark place back into the earth. I came to tell us tonight that yes, ghost darkness will cover the earth. I, but God says, I'm going and we're going to see a greater revealing and a greater revelation of who he is in the earth realm. You better preach up in this place Tillery. He, we're going to see a greater revelation of who God is. I know the pain hurts. I know the frustration hurts. I know those that you lost hurt. I know they did you wrong. I know that they treated you wrong. I know they didn't honor who you are. But the Holy Ghost says tell you tonight that there is a response from heaven that's about to be released to your address. There is a response from heaven that's about to be released to your address you better get ready because you are about to see the mighty oneness and you're about to see the signs hit the earth on your behalf I know you've been going through some stuff but you're being restored I wish whoa I know you had some pain in your life I'm talking to me but I'm being restored I know what they told you, but you're being restored. Go ahead and square your shoulders up. Clap your hands. Stomp your feet and tell hell good night. The gates of hell cannot prevail, prevail against me. And then he says that in the secret of his tabernacle, Lord have mercy. In the secret of his tabernacle, he's going to hide you. Now, I'm, I'm going to say what the text said. Hide me. You better catch this thing personally. He's going to hide you. Trouble will be around you, but it won't be able to find you because you've been restored. God Almighty. There will be some hits that try to take you out, but it will not be able to take you out, Tillery, because you're in the secret. <laughs> you're in the secret place. <laughs> and then he says, he's going to set me on a rock. He's going to set me in a high place. He's going to set me in a high place. 
Oh, God. So our perspective of church, and my time is almost up. Actually, it's up. I have 30 minutes. My time is up. Our perspective of church and the view of church must move, God. I hear you, Holy Ghost. What you know about God, is it? Do you? Let me ask the question, sir. I'm just talking to y'all tonight. Do you know more about church than you do about God? Because we have a tendency to teach you about church, church rules, church protocols, and all of that stuff. But what do you know about God? <laughs> Woo! Our perspective of church and view of church must move beyond Sunday morning services and the midweek services. We must move beyond that. Hallelujah. Church is not just it's not just meetings, but it is the ecclesia. It is the call out ones manifesting the agenda of heaven 24 7. The doors of the church, <laughs> this always gets the doors of the church, they are not just open on Sundays. <laughs> the doors of the church were opened over 2,000 years ago when Jesus came and said, upon this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. The doors of the church were opened in. Hallelujah. So they're, they're not just open on Sundays. You know, we said the doors of the church. No, they, they, they've been open. They ain't never closed once they open. It's just like... It, <laughs> It's just like we're on the open heaven. It ain't, it ain't closed since it's open. Church is in session 24 hours a day, seven days a week. The Holy Ghost is never on vacation. <laughs> Somebody just type that in the comment bar and I'm going to be done. The Holy Ghost is never on vacation. He is always looking for a body. He is always looking for a body to reveal himself. The Holy Ghost is never on vacation. He don't go to sleep. He never sleep nor he never sleeps nor slumber. He's always ready to go to work. <laughs> we just have to engage him. Because the church is we are in a season of being restored and there is a spiritual birthing taking place. There is a spiritual birthing taking place. Your groanings and your moanings and your pain was an indication that you are about to give birth. You're about to give birth, spiritual birth, in another realm. We are the church. We are an extended arm of God in the earth to defend and destroy all of the assignments that come against God. We are his representatives in the earth. I know we pray, Lord, go to the hospital. No. He ain't going. He's already there. But he has, he, has, he has representatives that he will release there. Hallelujah. I'm done. I have a, I'll finish part two next week if I get an opportunity. But look, I appreciate you all. I appreciate you all. Thank you so much for listening and watching. If you're on social media, if you're on Facebook, I would have greatly appreciate it if you go ahead and hit the share button tonight. If you could go ahead and share this podcast tonight i would greatly appreciate it and if you're on youtube 
I would greatly appreciate it if you go ahead and subscribe to the ML Tillery Ministries channel on YouTube. And those that's listening by way of podcasts, we have about eight or nine podcast channels, and we're grateful for you tonight listening at this message, The Restored Church. Praise God for you on tonight. We just certainly honor the Lord and what he's doing in your life. And tonight, I know God is going to do and continue some great things in your life. So let's pray tonight. Father, we thank you tonight in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that you are restoring the church. We thank you, God, that every person that's listening and watching this, this podcast tonight, God, that you are doing some amazing things in their lives. We decree and declare in the name of Jesus that no weapon formed against them shall prosper. We thank you, God, that we walk by faith and not by sight. We thank you that we are healed in the name of Jesus and you are healed tonight in your body and in your mind in the name of Jesus. Listen, I am your host tonight, Matthew Tillery. Once again, if you could go ahead and hit the share button, I would greatly appreciate it. I am your host, Matthew Tillery. Until next week, go and advance the kingdom. Thanks for joining our podcast. You can email us at mltilleryministries at gmail.com or call 252-977-3002. Until next time, let's advance the kingdom.